Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hey, everybody. How's it going? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Hi. Hi, everyone. How are you? (laughs) I'm just debating in my mind. Do I delete that and start over or do I not? I think I'm not going to. Um, This is what happens when it's like 1030 at night and I am by myself and I've, I've had a great time just chilling and relaxing for the last couple hours. Um, My husband put the kids to bed and so I got to just rest. And uh, I am feeling not loopy in like a not focused kind of a way, but just like really loose. (laughs) Like, hey guys. (laughs) So anyway, it's really good to be with you. I want to remind you that if you leave a review on this podcast, you will be entered into a $100, I will buy you a hundred bucks at your favorite store giveaway. (laughs) And you have until we hit 100,000 views. And I am so excited. Sorry, 100,000 downloads. This is not YouTube. This is a podcast. I am so excited about this milestone, and I just want to bring you into it. And I wanted to do a little giveaway. So yeah, if you want to participate, just leave a written review on Apple Podcasts today, guys. Like, Just do it. I am like, you guys are crazy. There's not that many people that will be in this drawing so you could legitimately win a hundred bucks uh, to like a favorite store, and I think you should take me up on it. I'm nervous. No one like, what if no one does it? <laughs> I'm gonna buy myself a hundred bucks somewhere. <laughs> okay. Anyway, just do it. Leave me a review because um, this is really exciting. Together, we have created almost a hundred thousand downloads. So. It's getting close. We're oh, we're almost at ninety eight thousand. We were at ninety six thousand last week on Thursday. So literally, like within another week, we could be there. And so, yeah, do it. Leave me a written review, and even if you don't, just thank you so much for being here. Okay, I have been a little bit like resistant to recording this part two. What I wish I knew part two, we're going to be talking about business and international travel and like, um, recovering from postpartum longer term, like after the initial really hard stuff, postpartum, how I still had remnants of that work to do and how it weaved in and out of my motherhood, marriage and business. Now that was kind of my new thing. Once my baby was a little older and I started this business, Um, And I think you'll find some really valuable takeaways. So be sure to stick here at the end. Um, I also have a couple of announcements that are kind of exciting too with the group program that is starting end of August. So hang in till the end. Okay. What I wish I knew part two in business, and I'm not going to let this drag on and on. I really just want to share with you guys like the best parts. And by the way, I noticed like so many of you listened to part one of this series, the what, what I wish I knew part one postpartum and stuff, childhood and all that. And so I think 
that you guys are going to like this. And I was pleased to see that so many people listened. So this one is business as a healing modality, but I kind of overdid it until I found a balance. And I'm going to start introducing a little bit more about the nervous system. I think I did talk about it in part one and heaven knows I've talked about it a ton on the podcast, but I don't think I could share enough about it because it's so understudied. And yet the more we learn about the nervous system, the more we understand disease, the more we understand anxiety and depression and trauma and stored trauma, which can turn into disease and people's personalities and how they can change. There's just so many things that are related to the nervous system. So I'm excited to kind of share a little bit more about my own understanding that I've come to understand (laughs) since going through some really crazy shiz. All right. So I instantly loved business. Both of my grandfathers were entrepreneurs on my mom and dad's side. And I'm really proud to say that. And their wives were amazing to be the wives of entrepreneurs, especially in those days where things were not as easy for a business owner as they are now with everything online. So, um, yeah, I instantly, like, I always knew I wanted to do a business and I tried a lot of different things. Okay. A lot, a handful. I did like Senegents, you know, lip gloss and makeup and stuff. And I did Dutera and I did, what else did I do? I did like, I worked from home for, a company and did their a little bit of social media marketing and things like that. And I, I, oh yeah, I also was a voice teacher. That was my first actual business guys was I taught voice lessons to children. Oh my gosh. And a couple adults, but the children, it was so fun. Usually like ages seven and older. And it was so awesome. I promoted that business on thumbtack.com. It's kind of like, uh, Craigslist or something, but specifically for services, I guess. And just got to meet people from all over the community here in Mesa, Arizona. That was back when I had just one baby and even before I had my first baby. And then I think I still did it a little bit after I had my second baby. Anyway, so yeah, I've always loved business and I found coaching like you heard in the, what I wish I knew part one series. I found coaching because of my struggles with postpartum depressiveness and anxiety And I mean, I was really struggling. And so when I found those, um, like coaching, I really, my soul ignited and I was like, this is the business I've been looking for. Just again, I just want to share a little bit more about me with business. Like my husband and I, we almost bought an aquarium store and like, we have really always been looking to be entrepreneurs. He had a steady nine to five, of course, when he graduated college and we were saving up money and trying to figure out what we really wanted in life. But we, from the very beginning, never really planned on the nine to five being our lifestyle. Even if it is something we always have in our life, we definitely, um, not in like an entitled way. We just, we have a desire, a deep desire to sort of break out of the mold and really just to like work for ourselves. I do, at least I can speak for me. And so, um, Yeah. So when I found coaching, it was like so much more than just, Oh, this worked so well for me. I want to share it with others. There was, there was this deep, deep desire within me from before I even had postpartum depression to be a business owner. So it feels really, really beautiful that it all worked out. It's just crazy that it had to be through my own crazy, scary experiences with depression and anxiety, but so it goes universe knows that. Oh, I think I just coined a new phrase. So it goes, the universe knows. (laughs) Good one, Lizzie. 
Again, 10.30, guys. It's going to get crazy in here tonight. (laughs) So um, here's one thing that's tricky as a business owner and a mom and um, especially being a depression coach. And I'm going to say this, and then I want to turn it and apply it to you in a second. So hang in there with me. Um, but those of you who are coaches, I think will really get this or, or maybe any business owners, but specifically when you are a mental health professional yourself, and then you're still recovering in your own mental health areas, especially in the beginning of your business, sometimes you can really feel like an imposter and really feel like, what am I even doing here? I'm not worthy to be helping people. If I'm still struggling, blah, 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 blah. And I think for a long time on social media, I kind of, I don't feel like I need to tell you guys this, but here we go, is I feel like for like maybe the first year and a half, one of the reasons I feel like my business grows and works so big and so effectively now, whereas it didn't before, is I think I still did carry a lot of shame behind the scenes uh, of my marketing in my personal self. I carried shame in my body for my whole the fact that I struggled in the first place. And then the fact that I still was struggling, even though I was claiming this thing of coaching and coach. And honestly, I think that's one of the most detrimental and dangerous for the industry, but mostly just detrimental things we can do as coaches to ourselves. And then I'm going to, again, talk to those of you who might not be coaches in just a second, but is like this whole pretending thing. And one of my mentors, Stacey Bayman, she always said that your energetics comes through like body odor in your marketing. And, and even if you're not marketing a business in your relationships or your, your networking or whatever it is you're doing, your coworkers, your, your true thoughts and feelings about yourself, they shine through in between your words energetically like perfume or body odor. And they really do. People can sense them. And so can the universe actually. And, and like the parties interested on both sides of the veil in bringing you the things you desire and co-creating those and helping those come into your life. And so it really does matter. And I could feel the difference in my marketing as I gradually became more comfortable with who I was more on that in a second. For those of you who don't have a business though, just think about how does that impact even your marriage or your romantic relationship or your anything, you know, like all of your relationships, the work that's undone or the things that you haven't seen, which by the way, we all have things we haven't seen yet. Like I have things that I'm constantly, my body is continually showing me new things and it doesn't all feel like work. It all just feels like parts of me that I'm finding as I release stuff that's in my body. It's so cool. But yeah, like what is still left to find and how is what's sitting in your body right now impacting your relationships? So I want to share just one little story about, um, this time when I was just a pretty new business owner, still kind of putting the pieces of myself back together after depression and and anxiety postpartum. I think it was sometime between when I found coaching and when I went and became certified a a certified coach, which was like, like seven months. Um, we had moved into our own home, which was a big deal because the reason we had moved in with my in-laws in the first place was, and you'll hear this in, in my story, or I mean, uh, the, the first episode of, you know, the first series of this, but was because I was like, so non-functional, um, because of my depression and anxiety to the point where we sold our home and we moved States to move in with my in-laws to get some live in help. Cause my mother-in-law was available to like help us in the home. 
So the fact that we moved into our own home was so good because it meant I was getting better and feeling good. Um, and I was kind of just dabbling in becoming a coach and putting myself out there and really deciding like, you know, where do I want, who do I want to serve and how do I want to do this? And I remember, um, making the decision to put my kids in a Montessori little preschool slash childcare just around the corner from our home. Now at this time, my kids were all uh, preschool or younger. I had a newborn and two kids that were younger than kindergarten age. So they technically could have been home with me all day, but I chose to put them um, in this little Montessori school because not just because I wanted to do my business, that was part of it, but also because I was still not ready to be with them all the time. I was still quite overwhelmed by my children um, coming out of depression and anxiety. And I, I want to say this because especially in pretty conservative Christian cultures, or even if you're not Christian, but if your mom and her mom and the mom before her, like all the mother in your, you know, the matriarchal line of your family, if many or most, or all of them have been full-time stay-at-home moms, in my case, it was all of them to my knowledge, um, then you often feel like you're the worst mom in the world. If you delegate your motherhood in any way, even if it's for good reasons, there's just this horrible feeling like you're doing it wrong. You're, you're disappointing this mantle of like these stay at home women. And of course the underlying belief there is that staying at home or not working as you are a mom is the highest quality. It's the best way. It's the going to give you the best results. And I question that really hard. I don't believe that anymore, but at that time I probably did to some degree and it was a tough decision. I had those three kids in four years, but I'm so glad I did it because it allowed me the space to heal slowly. My kids were so happy at that school. Let's be honest. (laughs) And we sometimes had to pay for it with a credit card. Y'all it's not like we had a bunch of extra money. Those things are expensive. We were in Denver, Colorado, but my mental health was a priority, especially having been through the deep, deep, deep depression and anxiety. Little side note. Um, those of you guys, some of you guys seriously impress me. You like get on the phone with me on consults and stuff. And you are thinking about you're strategizing. I see you like you women are freaking amazing. I see you. You're like, okay, I had a little anxiety last time postpartum. So I definitely want to find someone and have somebody in my back pocket, if not join a program or hire a coach or whatever before I have this next baby so that I'm, I have all the support around me that I need. I love it when I see women doing that. I know there's also some of us who struggle to get ourselves what we need and still feel a little bit paralyzed in that regard. For those of you who fall into that second category, that was me too for a long time. And even tonight, I actually had an experience where I really had a hard time asking for what I needed. And my husband finally just had to be like, why don't you just ask me? Like I, you know, it was just fascinating. And so I wanted you, it's always with my husband. That's like my heart. That's like the tricky part for me sometimes, but, um, I made you a freebie and this is for anybody. It's not up as of this recording. So it'll probably be up by the end of day tomorrow, Thursday, which is July 21st, 2022. So it should be up by like the end of the day. Um, but it's, uh, going to be, it's a free, it is a free video series. It's like, actually it's just one video, but it's 30 minutes long and I run it. I'm just talking me and you, and I run it like a private coaching session. We do like some breathing and breath work and sort of drop into like this visionary state. We get really grounded. And then 
it's all about self-advocacy and really, first of all, in the meditation portion, we get you really in touch with like what it is you need right now and what you want and what your intuition and your gut is telling you you need. Then we come back to real life and we're like, okay, what is keeping you from asking for it or paying for it or getting it or speaking up and reaching out, ask, what are you know, doing whatever you need to do next? What is your next step? And what's keeping you from doing that? And then I, I actually share like three different emails that I've written to, um, kind of market my program, but really it's all about, as far as I'm concerned, it's about self-advocacy getting help with your mental health postpartum. Of course we want to, everybody wants it. They, everybody knows they should do it, but the discomfort sometimes that's required as we, I mean, think about it for some of us women investing in our mental health. I'm talking like some decent, significant money. You know, some of us even might need to dip into savings or take out a credit card or ask, you know, whatever it is. Like sometimes that is the first time we've ever spent money on us besides when we're having a baby or like going to the dentist. Honestly, as sad as that seriously sounds to me right now, that is the case for some of us. And so wherever you're at in your history, your personal history with investing yourself, if you have some nerves or you just feel like you need a little bit of help dropping into that powerful space of like, I'm going to get myself what I need no matter what, even if it's uncomfortable, I'm going to get myself some support in getting myself some support. I made this freebie for you. So you can just go to lizzylangston.com forward slash freebie. And in fact, I think if you just go to lizzylangston.com, it's also going to be on my homepage. All the freebies will be there, but anyway, you can, um, get that self-advocacy video and do it. All right. So I put my kids in this Montessori and, um, I was growing as a business owner and I want to tell you this was a favorite moment of mine that I wanted to share with you. Um, that was really significant on my journey in both healing from depression and anxiety and accepting myself and coming into my own. And it happened through the context of business. By the way, I have like a handful of clients right now who are coaches. I just wanted to put that. I wanted to put that out there. I want you guys to know that like, I'm really good at working with coaches because I, I don't know if you know this, but I actually used to coach coaches for like nine months when I was still kind of gaining the courage to actually drop into my calling in life, which is the postpartum coach, um, by and far and large, but I did have a really good time coaching coaches. And anyway, coach coaches just have a sweet spot in my heart. So just know that I can totally, you know, help you if you're a coach and feeling a little bit of imposter syndrome or self-consciousness around needing help postpartum, but trying to run your business. I've got you. Okay. So I want to share this brief little story and then we'll probably get to wrapping up pretty soon here. But when I was, um, pretty new into business, like I would say I'd probably been at it maybe, I don't know, like 10 months or so actually probably less than that, probably like eight months. And, um, I was, working with my very first coach that I ever hired that I, I think I told you guys this in, um, the, what I wish I knew part one. And then I also talk about it in the self-advocacy video freebie that I just told you about on my website. But, um, I worked with this coach and I had to take my first credit card out in my name because my husband was, uh, just against paying her at that time. And he had some really solid reasons. I don't even bash him for that. My intuition was like, however, it was (laughs) non-negotiable. So, um, we did so. So, um, anyway, to this day, so grateful for her, but I had this moment 
where I had been like really working to, um, find new clients and show up on Instagram and be myself. And I was working on all these things, but I really wasn't being myself 100%. I still feel like at that time I was trying to be a lot of like other women and how they were being on Instagram, especially women who had quite a big following. I noticed that I really watched them the most closely to sort of inform how I should run my business and how I should be on Instagram and um, the things I should share and the way I should share them. And I remember my coach said something which might sound so obvious to you, but it literally like the world stopped for a minute. My world stopped and I changed in that moment and I cried and sobbed and like it hit me and I was never the same after this moment. Never, never have been, never will be, which is, she said, I was talking to her about some influencer that was doing really cool stuff. And I was like, man, like, I just can't seem to figure out, you know, how to do this or whatever. And she's like, your people don't want her. They want you. And it was the first time that I realized like they want me in all of, they want all of me. Y'all want all of me. Don't you love it when you hear me talk about like the weaknesses and the embarrassing moments and like the fact that I left singing at the beginning of this podcast and I feel so stupid about it, but I'm like, it's all of me friends. Like sometimes, especially during the summer, I record this podcast late (laughs) because I'm with my kids all day and they're not, you know, until they're in bed, it's not quiet and other reasons too. And it's like, anyway, all of me, the part of me, that's like an epic failure. Sometimes the part of me that is kind of prideful. Sometimes the part of me that still struggles with mental health or yelling at my kids or whatever, there's so much to me that is still there. And, 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 um, I just don't buy into this idea that to be a coach, um, I have to be something I'm not or pretend to be something I'm not so that people will hire me. That's so fake. But I was doing that from the best intention. Like I just genuinely didn't understand the deep, deeper level of self-acceptance that I could go to and how it would just magnetize people to me because the truth is we all, oh my gosh, <laughs> like at a pulpit, I just hit the table. Okay. We all want and crave somebody to be real and authentic with us. And I, I'm literally committing myself to do even better at it in this space, in this community, because we are all craving how to accept that part in ourselves. And so we want to see somebody who not who's perfect. We want to see them who they're imperfect. And yet in their imperfection, they still demonstrate love and acceptance for themselves and can have a joyful life no matter what their imperfections are. They don't care. It doesn't bother them. They they accept them. And I just want to extend this into your motherhood here for a moment. Think about that. Think about that with your children. They are craving all of you. They are not craving. I mean, the same people that you're drawn to on social media are the ones who are real with you. They are not the ones who are only sharing the good stuff and hiding their bad stuff. And yet as moms, that is what we are always doing. It's so annoying. I say it's annoying because I did it forever. So I'm not saying you guys are annoying. I'm not saying you're annoying. <laughs> um, it, it's like we all do it, but it's because we don't accept those parts of ourselves. That's why we're trying to quote, you know, protect our children from them or, or hoping that our children can be quote better than us. But the truth is if we could fully accept all of ourselves, 
that is the best demonstration. That is the best chance that they have at being quote better because better isn't a thing. The real, like the real solution that we think being better and, you know, not having faults and imperfections, what we think is fewer perfections is actually just more self-acceptance. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Right? Like, it's kind of like people say every, every business owner wants to make a hundred thousand dollars or every mom just wants to get to that milestone where their baby's finally sleeping through the night. I'm going to go back to the hundred thousand dollar ones though. Cause that one's fresh in my mind. I don't know where I'm going to go with the sleeping through the night one yet. But, um, but then I've heard people say like, actually it's when you make your first 200,000, that's what you think 100,000 is going to feel like. But between taxes and like the growth pains that that are required to get you to hundred K it's really $200,000 is what you think $100,000 is going to feel like. And so going back to this, this connection thing, like we think being better and more perfect is going to like make, help our children be better. But actually the feeling that you're after with that, like the thing you want to, the changes and the, and the beautiful, healing that you want to provide with the next generation with, it actually comes from self-acceptance with all the damn imperfections there in the picture, all of them, all of them. I know, I know you want them gone, but no, all of them. I mean it. Now you don't have to be giddy about it. You don't have to be like, Oh, I love these things, but getting more neutral about them. And by the way, that is what we do in the first, especially those first three weeks of my uh, better than normal again, postpartum group coaching program. Um, it's 12 weeks. We start end of August. And so now is open enrollment. You can apply and whatever, but, um, lizzielangston.com forward slash program. That's what I was going to say. But that is what we do in that program is we are constantly coming back to ourselves when our brain wants to treat us like we're a problem to be solved or a project that needs to be fixed ASAP, (laughs) ASAP, um, we are actually going deeper into love and acceptance. And this is what heals. Yes, I have some tools. I have an amazing three-step process. Calm your body, calm your mind, calm your life. And it works really well. But I don't let people touch that process until they have gotten a little bit more comfortable with themselves um, and self-acceptance. We kind of do them both at the same time, to be honest. But so it's not like you have to, nope, nobody can do that until you're except yourself. No, that's not really how it is. It's, it's more flowy than that. You definitely get exposure to the tools because that's what you need right away. But also I help people really embody this love for themselves. My friend, my girl, I really believe that that could be why, however your struggle is looking, whatever name it has, whether it's anxiety, depression, overwhelm, or just, I don't feel myself. Maybe it's a functional freeze response in your nervous system. Maybe it's past traumas kind of finally coming to a head, but they're still under the surface and you can't really identify them yet, but they're causing a storm in your body and in your energy or whatever. 
I really believe that a lack of self-acceptance is such a huge part of our pain and not just a lack of self-acceptance, but not understanding and grasping your worthiness as a human being being, and you're genuinely just your worth, like your worth, not just worth in general, not just understanding the concept of worth, but like yours, you, your worth, your worthiness, all of it. That is what business and putting myself out there through marketing a business with me as essentially the product (laughs) for a long time before I had you know, the group program and like the course and stuff. Um, that was really my healing modality. Motherhood felt so horrible for me before I grasped my worthiness. And I wish so much that I could have figured that out in motherhood, but at the same time, then I wouldn't be here with all of you guys. And who wants that? Like, I am freaking loving this. By the way, when I say like I'm doing this late at 10:30, don't think I'm dragging my feet and being like, "Oh my gosh, I have to go do the podcast." Heck no. Like no way. This feels so good for me. It really does. I love it. So, thank you guys for being with me. Leave me a review on this podcast if you want to be entered into the $100 giveaway to celebrate 100,000 downloads. Just leave a written review. I would so so love it. And I just want you to know that I have a part three of this system coming. It's about the moving to Costa Rica piece and my nervous system freak out three months of depression just earlier this year. Then my recovery, a Kundalini awakening. I've already had that happen, but kind of learning more about it and some deeper stuff on that. And then, um, I've been using astrology to kind of, and my menstrual cycle to kind of chart my launch for this program, like feminine business, feminine manifestation, bringing in the feminine, trusting the feminine. Oh my gosh, it's so good. And I can't wait to share that with you too. Go to lizzielangston.com forward slash program. If you want to apply for my program, don't miss us. Cause we're going to be starting at the latest. We're going to be starting September 1st. I just told a girl that joined today. I'm like, I don't have a date because I like to feel these things out because I'm feminine like that. And I don't, you know, I love the structure and stuff and I will have a date soon, but I don't have one yet. Cause I'm feeling it out. I got to feel how many people, cause sometimes I close the door. I'm, I'm like, okay, it's the day that I was going to be done launching, but I feel like there are two more people that are coming and then they do. And so that's why I don't always keep to the date and I'm cool with moving it. I love you guys. Um, check out the program. Um, leave me a review if you want to win a hundred bucks, or even if you don't, like, even if you just like want to leave me a review, cause I'd be so grateful. Seriously. Um, my husband does cold plunges sometimes and it freaks me out. Do you guys do cold plunges? I don't know about that. I mean, I've done it when I was on a, a plant medicine retreat, we did cold plunges after being in like this sweaty, hot house sauna thing. And it was awesome after a sauna, but like just going into cold plunge. I don't know. I digress now. I'm going to go, I'm going to go sleep. I'm going to go chat less, (laughs) talk less, smile more. That's what they say in Hamilton. Okay. Now I'm really off on a tangent. Love you guys. LizzieLangston.com forward slash program. Leave me a written review, please. And definitely hop on the program soon because I don't want you to miss it. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. No outro today because I'm tired.
Okay, bye.